Google reviews, and reviews in general, matter more than ever before. Consumers are turning more and more to them when it comes to making some decisions. How important are Google reviews when it comes to your church? We'll talk about this and more with our guest next on the Church Solutions Podcast. It's the Church Solutions Podcast, brought to you by StreamingChurch.tv. The Church Solutions Podcast is all about helping you and your church with technology and other encouraging ideas for ministry. Now, here are your hosts, Steve Lacey and Phil Thompson. It's another episode of the Church Solutions Podcast. And again, I can't remember. Is it episode 327, Steve? No. <laughs> I can't remember. Definitely I, not. I meant to look it up. <laughs> I think it's close to three, maybe three thirty-five, or that's where we were. We're not going. Yes, it was. It was. It was beyond that. Maybe five hundred. I don't know. But anyhow, uh, welcome everyone. My name is Phil Thompson, and I'm Steve Lacey. So, our uh, Steve. By the way, how are you today? Doing just peachy. All right, good. Um, our coworker Michael Gray was going to be on this podcast with us, and his wife and uh, him and him and his wife came down with COVID again last week so he's got he's still working but he's got some voice issues where we work remotely so uh but he's got uh he's lost his voice i guess because of COVID 19 all right his wife's already ahead of him (laughs) all right i've had it i've had it too you know everybody's had it i i don't i've been tested a couple times and it's never showed up so i don't i didn't think i had it but yeah i went in and got I tested and was like oh that's yeah. what that was what COVID was like so anyway, yeah, for was, me was, very mild and very short so yeah well yeah that's good well it's still with us so anyhow uh our guest today has been a guest with us uh multiple times here in the church solutions podcast him and his brother founded ourchurch.com back in 1996. That's uh, longer, one of the few people that's been online longer than us. Uh, he leads the strategic planning part of things, manages projects, blogs, directs communications, uh, also oversees software development, technical operations. Smarity's got three kids. This is probably an old bio, Paul, because I remember when I looked at this bio earlier, today wherever i got it from it said you had three young kids but they're mm. actually not young anymore are they not so young yeah uh he serves his church as an elder a uh, small group bible leader uh he likes soccer he likes hiking he's rooting for hockey teams uh, and uh he's probably very happy to pump that uh, tom brady has re-signed with the uh, tampa bay buccaneers yeah bet you are so uh welcome everybody paul steinbrick to our uh podcast today paul how are you i'm good thank you phil and steve it's good to be with you guys again it's yes. good to be with you it's good to be with you so we're going to talk today about reviews and uh we're going to talk i guess google business reviews i guess you you had a blog on this which which you are kind enough kind enough to let us republish this on mm-hmm. our blog, eventually we'll get to it. Uh, eventually, here we'll post it at blog.streamingchurch.tv. But people can read it at ourchurch.com, right? And there's a yep. section there. So you you talk about reviews, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of people that look at reviews for businesses. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what we talk, what we what we'd like to talk to you about today is uh, reviews for churches, and is that something churches should consider? why and uh well let's just get into it a little bit so i'm gonna let steve lacy 
uh, kind of direct some of the questions here to you, Paul, and we'll see how far you get. So I would think that a lot of people, a lot of churches out there were, would be, well, I'm not running any Google ads and I'm not doing this. So I don't need to worry about reviews and, and that sort of thing. And as a matter of fact, I would think that, you know, if I'm that church, I don't even think there are any reviews out there on my church. <laughs> what, uh, what is the reality? I mean, am, are there going to be reviews on my church if I'm not buying ads through Google or, um, you know, what, first off, uh, what's the main review site that, uh, people are going to, to look at, um, reviews on churches, where are they finding information on churches? Yeah, I would say the biggest is Google. Um, and, uh, specifically, um, Google business profiles is where people post their reviews for Google. These are um, the listings that show up on Google Maps and also when you search Google itself. But there are also um, ways to post reviews on Facebook and on Yelp and, uh, and other places. So um, there's lots of places people can post reviews, um, whether your church is aware of them or not. And they might be positive or they might be not so positive. You don't, you don't know unless you look. So do I need to create a Google business listing before I would get reviews? Um, not necessarily, um, okay. because it is possible that Google, Google often takes information that it can find um, online, and it will often create a Google business profile for an organization um, on its own, even if you don't do that. And so um, that's a, it can be a big challenge because you know, for a church, if they didn't create their listing, Google might have information out there with the wrong phone number, with the wrong address, with lots of uh, inaccurate information. Yeah, wrong service and then, of course, it, hours. Yeah. It, could have, um, it could have reviews posted to it as well. Huh. So um, well, I had another question and it just escaped me. <laughs> so but, let me oh, jump in. Google oh, go ahead. business reviews or business pages. What is a Google business page? Yeah, Google, uh, it's a Google business profile is what it's called. And it, it used to be referred as, to as a Google My Business listing. They just uh, renamed it at the end of 2021. But um, it's, it's basically what Google uses for uh, when people search Google Maps for a local organization. And um, so it's got the address, the phone number, a website link and other information about the organization, but it can have photos, it can have reviews, um, it can have questions and answers, um, things like that. And um, it, um, it really in some ways has become the um, kind of the homepage for the church because a lot of times people start their search for a church on Google and the first thing that they will likely see is the Google business profile even before they get to that church's website. So it's really big in terms of making that first impression um, on a potential visitor. Go ahead, you've got a, well, I was just going to jump in here because you had a, a brain freeze, but uh, you, we've got some, you've got some stats here, Paul, mm -hmm. that, that are interesting. You've got a stat, 91% of consumers regularly or occasionally read online customer reviews to determine whether a local business is good or bad. So you're saying that this, this could also transfer over to churches, right? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think um, when people see reviews, it, 
it, um, whether they want it to or not, it influences what they think about the organization. Um, and so that is a significant factor. Um, if it's, uh, you know, if there's a bunch of negative reviews that can really prevent somebody from wanting to go there. And, um, and I think, and positive reviews can have a very positive influence as well. Um, and especially if, if reviews get specific, you know, it's not, not so much if, uh, you know, if somebody posts a review and say, hey, I love this church, you know, I mean, that could, that's nice, but what people, what really resonates with people is when they see reviews like, you know, the pastor's message really impacted me, or um, the people in children's ministry are so helpful and care about the kids so much. It's like those, those specific kind of reviews really make a difference um, with people, both positive yeah. and negative. Yeah, and you've got 84% of people trust online reviews as much as a personal recommendation. So that's, that's pretty powerful, I guess. Yeah, I think it is. And, you know, a lot of times, um, while people could ask for a, a personal recommendation, it's just more convenient, right? I mean, like when we're socializing with people, we might talk about a restaurant that we go to or, uh, or some, you know, something else. But when you're online looking for a church or looking for a business or something like that, you know, the reviews are right there. And so, you know, oftentimes we look at those and uh, we form opinions about those organizations without even talking to somebody and just because it's more convenient. So, so they definitely have an impact just like a personal recommendation would. Yeah, I know that personally, I, I really rely on reviews, you know, before you make a purchase or, and, and like, just like you said, the, the more thorough the review is, the better feeling I get for things. You know, this also goes um, two ways because I'll see, um, I'll, you know, considering a new product, but this applies here in the, in, in the same with the church. And I'll, I'll look at the one-star reviews and I want to read the one-star mm -hmm. reviews and I want to see what, why they were upset about it. And that will help form my opinion. And it's typically, you can read those reviews and if they're thorough enough, you realize that this guy, you know, he was buying something and he's using it outside of the, its intended purpose and it failed on him. And you kind of go, hmm, yeah, well, that makes sense. I'd give it a one-star if I tried to, you know, use my this sofa in the, as a front seat in my car or something. But yeah. yeah, and you find that too with churches too. You know, there are, churches do get negative reviews. Some and sometimes you can tell if the person is being reasonable or unreasonable. You know, sometimes you get those where it's like the music was too loud, and you're like, well, okay. <laughs> um, but you know. It's also good for churches to be aware of, and there's there are ways to respond to reviews too. So if you get some one-star reviews, uh, and actually we have a blog post that'll be coming out later this month that's all about how to respond to negative reviews, because you know as as believers, how we respond to criticism really tells a lot about um, our relationship with God and just our you know, lots of things about us, you know, are we attacking people who give us negative reviews or are we trying to rectify the issue or help to understand um, that really um, indicates a lot about you and your organization. 
Yeah. And I would assume one of the big dangers is if I'm that guy at the beginning of the podcast who didn't know there was any reviews out there and I had a bunch mm -hmm. of bad reviews, um, you know, my church, I wouldn't be responding to those reviews, right? Is that a, yeah. a, a trap many churches fall into? Yeah, definitely. And I think that shows um, a little bit of a, a lack of awareness um, and also a lack of concern for responding to people. I mean, some of it can be just based out of ignorance, but if people are talking about you and you're not aware of it and not responding, it just shows a, you know, a little bit of ignorance in terms of what's going on online. And so that has a bit of a negative impression because, mm -hmm. you know, hey, these guys aren't paying attention. So uh, let, let, me, let me jump in here. So if I'm a pastor listening to this podcast, and mm -hmm. they go, oh, I really thought about this. How do I find out? What's the best way to find out, number one, if, if there are reviews on me, mm -hmm. you know, if my church has a profile or something? I mean, what, what, what's the best way to start this process of finding out? Yeah, the best way, because um, the most prominent reviews are on Google, the best way is to go to Google and search for the name of your church. Okay. And then when you do that, if there is a Google business profile, that will show up in the right sidebar, the right column um, of your search results. And there will be a place for ratings and reviews that is shown there. So you'll be able to look at the reviews um, if there are any that have been posted there um, right in Google there in the Google search results. All right. And Steve, I'm sorry, I'm hijacking this after I told no. you I'd let you drive it. But uh, so, so let's say I search for my church and I find nothing as far as mm -hmm. Google reviews. And mm -hmm. so, so I know we kind of alluded to this at the beginning. So uh, yeah. best thing to do then is, is create a Google business profile. to start. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Uh, best thing is to create the, the uh, business profile. And um, then there's also a verification process because uh, Google wants to make sure that you're the rightful owners to it. And um, this is another thing that we have a uh, blog post actually coming out today um, that will show step by step how to um, how to create your Google my or Google business profile listing and how to verify it and then to update the information in it. So you've got access to it and you can provide the right information. And you also have to have access to it in order to respond to reviews as well. So, so that's what if uh, Phil's the next step in Phil's scenario, I've got a, a Google business profile mm -hmm. and I don't have any reviews or I have very few. Mm -hmm. um, is that's what should I do about that? Yeah, that's a great question because um, while, uh, while we talked about how important reviews are in terms of influencing people's opinions, the other thing about Google reviews is they are the number two factor in local search results in Google's algorithm. And so the, um, the second most important thing beyond um, how close you are to the location that's being searched is how many reviews you have. So, um, the, you know, the fact of the matter is that if your church has zero reviews, and then you've got churches in your town that have 10 or 20 or 50 or 100 reviews, that's going to result in your church showing up lower in the search results um, and making it um, harder for people to find your church. So, so there's that factor too, that if you want better search results for your church, um, the more reviews that you have, the better. And um, so the best way to... Um, 
to get more reviews is to ask, um, you know, ask the people in your church to do it. And um, we've got some strategies that we use with that. I mean, you, obviously you can do it. You can ask people in lots of ways, just as you can ask people in your church to do anything in lots of ways, whether it's from the pulpit or in email or in the bulletin or things like that. Um, but, you know, communicating to your church um, that these are really helpful in terms of your search rankings and your outreach. I think you got to include that why in there. Um, that's really helpful. Um, letting your parishioners know that how useful it is, how important it is, how needed it is, and then um, letting them do their part. Yeah, I know businesses really rely on these Google reviews. And it's, actually, I have a son that actually was working on a product or he developed a product for helping businesses get more reviews. And I know that when I go to my dentist or somewhere else where I you know, provide personal information, they'll, or my doctor or wherever, that they'll send me a, a link to review the review their services. Mm -hmm. So that's one of the things I know businesses are doing. I've not heard of any churches doing that yet, but I guess yeah. it's a possibility, right? Do you know yeah. any churches that are more aggressively, you know, you attended this Sunday, uh, leave us a review. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And um, this is something that we encourage churches to do. Um, and it may not be with your, you may not start with like your new visitors, but start with people who have been members for years. I mean, you would think they would have some good things to say, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, but, um, but yeah, that's uh, an important factor in it is, is to ask. Um, and there are some things too, where, um, I don't want to get too much into the into the weeds technically here, but Google um, doesn't like to see a ton of reviews all at once and then no reviews because it seems very unnatural. Um, mm -hmm. And so what they like to see is a steady stream of reviews because that would be normal, right? People just regularly over time. And so if you're developing a strategy to invite your members to leave reviews, that's a good thing to keep in mind is how do you want to do this consistently over time rather than like one big email blast and try to get 50 reviews one week and then nothing for the rest of the year. Mm -hmm. Oh, that makes sense. And, and for, if I'm a, a part of the church, the mechanics of reviewing it would be I'd Google the church. They'd show up in the business profile side and mm -hmm. I'd have the opportunity to leave a review. Is that yeah, right? Definitely. Okay. All right. One so the yeah, I mean, for an individual person, that's the easiest way to do it. And if a church wants to make it a little bit easier for them, they can send out um, a direct link right to that Google business profile. So they don't even have to search. Okay. 90% of customers read 10 reviews or less hmm. before they feel they can trust a business. So you want a lot of reviews, as you just said, you know, you want to have them over time, I guess, mm -hmm. you know, but at the same time, 90% of the people are only going to read less than 10. Yeah. You just don't know which 10, right? Yeah. <laughs> are there, are, does Google publish like Steve, from, they'll read the one star. Only the, well, do they, does Google publish them chronologically or the ones that got the most likes or. Um, that or, is a bit of a mystery um, okay. because I think there is, um, if you go and you look at the Google business profile, they highlight a few reviews and then they have a link to click to read more. 
And I think if you read more, those are done chronologically. But the first two or three that they put on the profile, it's uh, kind of Google's secret sauce as to how they pick those. Um, hmm. Okay. So, so that's so, one where the you know the more reviews that you get that are positive, the better the chances that they'll show positive reviews and the ones that people can see right away. So if I'm out there and I have my Google business profile, how do I know when I get a review? That is a good question because Google doesn't notify you. Um, so um, the, the best thing to do would be to check on a regular basis, like make it a, a weekly reminder or something that you do. Um, mm -hmm. There are some companies out there that offer reputation management services. That's what they're referred to. And so they have um, specific tools set up where they will monitor them on a regular basis and they will send you an email. Um, but those are um, paid tools that are offered out there if you want uh, you know, a more higher end service to, to keep on top of those reviews. Kind of a, uh, I don't know what the word I'm looking for, dichotomy or something, but you've got a stat here. By the way, where did you get these stats? These are interesting stats. I hope they're all uh, referenced in there. With oh, they probably are. I probably just didn't read it. But, uh, <laughs> but, but uh, you've got 73% of consumers. Now, this is consumers. But again, we're talking about church stuff, too, and how it does. it's relevant, I think. I think it is relevant to churches. But anyhow, 73% of consumers think reviews older than three months are no longer relevant. So you want a lot of reviews. But at the same time, they're only going to read maybe less than 10. Mm -hmm. And if they think it's three months older, then they're going to say, oh, no, I'm not going to take that. It's not relevant. <laughs> it's kind of like, what do we do? Yeah. And it's definitely, um, you know, it kind of depends on what other reviews are there yeah. and, uh, and things like that. But there's definitely, and I would say, too, that maybe churches um, have a, maybe their reviews have a little bit more longevity because you don't expect the church to change right. dramatically in three months, yeah. like you might, uh, something else. Um, but you know, I think relevant or uh, recency is a factor in that. Like if your only reviews are two or five years ago, then people are going to wonder if that's really still relevant or not. Yeah. By the way, the, the reference, uh, the, the stats you get are from bright local, bright local, uh, I guess you can look up brightlocal.com. Mm -hmm. uh, so sorry about that. I, anyhow, carry on, Steve. Well, you also talk about in this article about 58% uh, of consumers say the star rating is the most important. Hmm. Is it, it's more important than the words or what, uh, can you elaborate on that? Well, I think that they're, I think people look at the star rating first. And I think if you have a good star rating, then that's a indication to look further. If you, but I think if you have a poor uh, average rating, like if your rating is like a two or something like that, people might not even read the comments. Um, so I think it's um, that's what jumps out at people first. I think in part because it's visual, you know, it's a graphic that shows you what the star rating is, and then I think people dig deeper into the specifics of the actual reviews. So you talked about. Um, addressing, I guess, both good and bad reviews does, and maybe I'm getting confused that we have some uh, mobile apps and Google does a really good job of letting us know 
when someone rates one of the apps and then gives us the opportunity to either say, we're glad you loved it, or, you know, um, we're sorry you had a, a bad experience. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the, do you have the, the same ability with the reviews on the Google yeah. business profile? Yeah. Um, I, I really don't think that they notify you when you get reviews, but if you check it regularly, you can respond. Um, and they, um, you know, they want you to respond to okay. reviews, both positive and negative. So you can thank people for a positive review. Uh, if you get a negative review, you can ask them more about their situation or say, hey, can you contact us so we can um, talk more with you about this or something like that. Yeah, And I would think that, I'm not sure if you mentioned the importance of that factor. Mm-hmm. I know if I was looking through a bunch of reviews for a church and they're either positive or negative, and I saw that the church responded to each of the reviews, that would mean a whole lot to me. Yeah. Is that true or not? Is that, does that have influence over people's opinion? Or Yeah, definitely. And I think that um, it just reveals uh, your character and how you, um, how you handle criticism, how you handle people who disagree with you. Um, you know, if you're um, attacking and defensive, um, about negative reviews, then, you know, that shows that that's probably how you are in real life with people who, who um, have differences of opinion um, with respect to your church. Um, but if you seek to understand and, under, you know, to understand what their criticism was all about and what their situation was, um, and even to address their concerns, um, then I think that shows a real desire to understand other people, to um, correct mistakes that you may have had, to and just that having that character trait of humility, um, I think is, you know, is significant in that. So what percentage of churches out there have the Google business profiles and are actively managing their, their reviews? Is this a a small number or are most doing it? Where, where, what's the state of the church in this topic? Yeah, that's a great question. And I don't know if I can answer that with like actual numbers or something like that. Cause I think it's really, um, you know, it's across the board. I think it really depends on whether the church has a dedicated communications person or a dedicated online marketing person. Those churches tend to be on top of this. Um, churches, you know, with that are very small and, you know, don't even have a volunteer doing this, it's, it doesn't get done. And then there's churches in the middle who are kind of like, you know, we've got a website, we update it regularly, but, oh, I haven't checked our, you know, our Google business profile kind of thing. It's, I think it, in terms of what churches are doing online, it's not as important as the website. In a lot of cases, it's not as done done as frequently as social media and sometimes like uh, Facebook. But um, after that, I think people recognize that search rankings and Google business profile are significant. So I can't really put a number on it, but I can just from my communication with church communications people, I can kind of see where it falls in the priorities or, you know, their, their awareness of what they want to do and need to do. Well, and it also one of these stats talks about over 50% of the people after reading a review or reading some reviews will go and visit your website. Mm. So, yeah, I mean, I think that that is a significant factor, you know, again, it goes to that, um, that fact that people 
often see your Google business profile before they see your website. And that's going to be a factor as to whether they actually go to the website. And as you and, and we have been saying for a long time, people are going to check you out online before they check you out in person. Yeah. Like it's, I don't know what the stat is, but I, I think it's really high that people are going to visit you online before they walk through the door. So yeah, definitely. I mean, I think it's 80 to 90% in that, in that frame. Yeah. So, and, and since Google's kind of the king of all this, having a, a good business profile and keeping your reviews healthy, vibrant and current mm-hmm. would be um, a major uh, benefit for the church, I would think. Yeah, absolutely. Good deal. All right. Well, we're running out of time here, Steve. Any last minute questions? for? Oh, uh, I would say if let's say I'm all brand new to this and I maybe just set up my Google business profile. Um, are there resources I can tap into to, to help me other than kind of what we're doing right now? Um, uh, wh- where should I turn if I have questions and that sort of thing? Yeah, good question. So um, we have a um, we're this month we are blogging through a series of about ten blog articles that deal with um, online reviews, and so we're adding stuff like two or three posts each uh, each week, and um, then we'll be um, putting out an ultimate guide to online reviews updated for this year, and so that's a good um, resource if you want to do it yourself. Um, if you don't want to do it yourself, then um, it's part of what we do. Um, OurChurch.com offers um, search marketing services. And so if this is like, hey, I don't have time for it, or I would rather leave it to the experts rather than try to learn all this stuff myself, then um, that's something that, um, you know, you can give us a call and we can talk more and see if it's a good fit for you. So your organization would help with the uh, reviewing the, the reviews and, and saying, Hey, pastor Larry, you got a new review. You need, you know, send them an email or something, let them know that, Hey, let's go respond to that. Is that- uh, yes, I believe we do. Okay. <laughs> what is our, it depends on what specific service you get with it. Some, sometimes okay. we're just getting it set up and getting uh, everything right right on the listing. And sometimes it's a more proactive um, service where we're, get, we're helping you get more reviews and monitor your reviews. Um, so depends on what exactly we're doing with you, but, but that is an option. All right. Sounds good. So the website is ourchurch.com. Mm-hmm. O-U-R-church.com. And Paul Steinbrook has been our guest today. Paul, thank you so much. This is really good information. Yeah. Thanks for having me. It's a really important topic and I'm glad we got to talk about it with your viewers and listeners. Yeah, absolutely. And this is actually episode 337. I did my homework while you guys were chatting. And uh, speaking of reviews... It's uh, not 327, it's 337. 337. All right. Well, I was close. Um, (laughs) Stop it. But anyhow... uh, uh, speaking of reviews, give us a review, go, go to, you can give us a review on Apple, just go to church, look for church solutions podcast and give us church solutions podcast, a review and, uh, see if somebody's already calling us, giving us a review. So, uh, you know, check us out, uh, on there. And, and by the way, uh, this is, we're running out of time, but I do want to say our, uh, this podcast is brought to you by mychurchdaily.com, which is, not to be confused with our church, 
Church.com, mychurchdaily.com. If you want to get on Alexa devices, get on those Amazon Echo devices with flash briefings, go to mychurchdaily.com. And uh, we have a 14-day free trial, and you could get on there and connect better with your viewers. So uh, by all means, check us out. All right. So, Paul, again, thank you so much. We really appreciate what you guys are doing. Thanks again for having me on. Yeah, it's great. It's always good stuff. It always is. And uh, and Steve, thank you for your questions and input today. Glad to be here. Fumbled a little bit, but I made it through it. There you go. (laughs) And uh, my name is Phil Thompson. Thank you for listening or watching uh, the Church Solutions Podcast. I hope that you have a great day. Take care of yourselves. We'll catch you again.